There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles. Let's make our confession of faith. is at the bottom of the screen. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, have your way tonight. Sir, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord, please, Wednesday. Open your mouth and say, speak, Lord. I'm open and I'm ready. In Jesus' name. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. So this new series that we're starting tonight is called Stop. Because there's some things you're about to stop. And when you stop it, there's some things God's about to start. I'll say it again so that you hear me. And I need you to get this deep on the inside. There are some things God has been ready to start. But he could not start it until there were some things that you stopped. This whole month, you're going to stop what you need to stop so God can start what he needs to start. And when God starts something, watch me, it's not going to take him that long to manifest something amazing. Mm -mm. I need your excitement and your anticipation to grow on Wednesday night. I need your anticipation to be when I stop this one thing, God's about to release everything. When I stop this one area, God's about to open up multiple areas. When I stop this one thing from coming out of my mouth, God's about to open his mouth and release something amazing. When I release what's in my hand, God's about to release what's in his hand. And can I tell you, his hands are way bigger than yours. There's some things that are unproductive, and I'm going to show you in this series what unproductive things you must stop doing. Now, if you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 12, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, and he says something interesting, because most of the times, especially if you grew up in church, when I say stop, the first thing that came to your mind was sin. Sometimes what you're doing that you need to stop 
isn't sin, it is just not appropriate and it's not productive. Look at 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. Just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. Appropriate means that it fits for the context. See, today in Denver, it was 70 degrees. You look crazy if you had on a big old heavy hat, a big old winter jacket, big old winter clothes, big old winter boots. People are going to be looking at you like, why do you have all of that on? Why? It's not appropriate. But you'll say, but the season is winter. But it doesn't matter that the season is winter because for today's context, that doesn't make sense you're gonna hear it because some of you are, you're still living from a season of life you're no longer in you're still acting like you're a victim you're no longer that you're still acting like you're some lowly dusty road busted and disgusted person you are no longer that you're still acting like you're desperate for people to love you you're no longer that you keep asking like you're desperate for people to support you but that's not where you live anymore and so contextually your actions do not make sense the Apostle Paul says just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it is spiritually appropriate. Say it's not appropriate. It is not appropriate. Watch me. If everybody is holding hands and you want to be the only one, I ain't holding nobody's hand. That's not. It's not appropriate if we're having a serious moment for you to pass gas. Listen. See, I just got you. Pay attention. You ever been trying to be serious, and while you're trying to be serious, somebody comes with some stuff, and you're like, "What? this is not the time nor the place for that. See, there's some things where God is like, why is she acting like that? Because that's not appropriate for this. She's still acting like she's a beggar, and she's not. She's a daughter. He's still acting like he's a beggar, and he's not. He's a son. They're still acting like they're out there doing their own thing when finally they've started doing my thing. This is not appropriate. Just because something is technically legal, he says, doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, stop. There's a lot of things that we do, and what we do comes from a survival mentality. All right? Have you ever been in a rough stage in your life? And, and I mean, you like were surviving. Like, you a survivor. You're not going But like, you never, ever come out of that moment? Like, you're doing good now, but you're still acting like you're struggling. You're doing better than you've ever done, but you're still acting like you're depressed. You're doing better than you've ever done, but you're still acting like you're in that previous time in your life. And for many of y'all, you got to hear me. What happens is you can develop a get-by mentality. Well, I'm doing all I have to do to get by. But can I tell you, God did not create you to get by. He created you to thrive. I need you to open your mouth on campus and online and just shout, I'm thriving. Shout it. Uh -uh, I don't believe you. Say it with authority. Say, I'm thriving. I'm I'm not trying to do the least and get the most, baby. I am a person of excellence. I am a person that will do whatever it takes. I am a person that's not just trying to get by, baby. I want to thrive. I was not sent just to pay bills and die. I was sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. And when I say I, I mean you, which means we. We were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. I'm not trying to just get by. Are you joking? I got enough, I got enough to get to the end of the month. Are you joking? I got enough strength to make it to five o'clock. Are you joking? You're about to have several side hustles. I'm going to need you to have more than enough strength to get to the end of your work day. And one of your side hustles is going to pay you more than your job. I wish I had some people 
on campus and online that would say, I'm not just getting by. I'm about to thrive. Paul said, if I, if I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I'd be a slave to my whims. Here's what that means in Greek, the language of our New Testament. He said, I'd be playing games. Look at me, you too grown for recess. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. You are too grown for recess. You're too mature to be on monkey bars. You too mature to be on the swing where one day you up, next day you down, one day you fighting, next day you quitting, one day you want to do it, next day you don't want to do it. Somebody say, I'm not playing any more games. I'm not. This is your one shot. You don't get a do-over. If you don't do everything God's ordained for you to do while you're on this earth, you're not going to get a second chance. And I don't know about you, but I want to make sure I maximize the opportunity that I've been given. Since I have a pulse, that means God still has a plan. And I'm about to make this thing do what it do. I need you to make sure you sit next to somebody that says, I'm about to maximize every day of my life. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be stuck. I'm not going to be sitting here crying because you don't want to go with me. I'll find somebody else to go with me. Somebody say, I'm not playing games with my life. I'm not. This is not a game, gentlemen. This is not a game, ladies, where you get a do-over later on. If you don't do it and do it now, you may not have another opportunity. Here's what I'm excited about. There you go. There you go. Bishop, what is that? That's my pulse. Well, what does that tell me? He still has a plan. I need for just those of us that believe that the plan is about to turn pages to the best page and the best chapter that the plan's ever been on. I need you to worship God for five seconds right there. Go five, four, three. Come on, YouTube, two. What? Come on, open your mouth. Say it's getting ready to happen. So look, this is not a game. So some of what you need to stop is because you treat life like it's a game. Your little temper tantrums, your little attitudes, the stuff you say that you know you shouldn't say, the people you hang out with that you know ain't no good. You, you ready? It's because we treat it like it's a game. But I need you to open your mouth, please, and say this is not a game. Some of you with your friendships, you treat them like games. They don't increase you, they decrease you, but you haven't dismissed them. So you treat it like it's a game. Uh-oh, some of you in your romantic relationships, what y'all gonna do? Because all of this we don't know and we ain't sure and we checking it. Down. Listen, then stop playing games with me. Y'all not gonna say that to me. And whatever it's going to be, let's make the decision and let's make it do what it do. Please hear me with your career. What are you going to do? You've been sitting up talking for years what you're about to do and ain't done nothing. I came tonight to tell you, stop talking about it. Get up and make it. This is not a game. What if you had clients waiting on you? But because you won't stop playing, God said, I can't even open up the door. What if there was a city waiting on you to get there? But because you won't stop playing, I need you to open up your mouth and say, I'm not playing games anymore. I'm not. So today's message is this. Stop being normal. 
Too many Christians fight to have normal lives. As if that's an accomplishment. I just want to have a normal family. For what? I just want to have a normal marriage. For what? You know what normal marriages are? 50% in divorce. That's first marriage. 67% of uh, second marriages in divorce. 73%. That's normal. I don't need you to fight to be normal as if normal's an accomplishment. Normal in America is the only way people are surviving is they need substances. That's what you want? You need a substance to get through your day? I'm not saying that. I'm not judging, but I'm just saying don't be normal. Normal in America is that people literally are depressed and full of anxiety and can't even get up without the help of a substance. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, is that the way you want to spend the rest of your life? Or do you want to be able to say, wait a minute, this is the day that the Lord has made and I shall rejoice and be made. And even if I go through a season of that, I'm not staying in that. Even if you got to go through a valley, you're not staying in that valley. Even if you need a little help for a little while, you're not staying on that. Help. You got to hear me. Somebody say, I don't want to be normal. Say, normal sucks. Normal sucks. Uh, sucks is Hebrew. For, I'm just playing. It's not. This is English. People, I, I just, I want to I be a normal man. For what? I want to be a normal mother. For what? As if it's an accomplishment. Can I hear you? Can, can I get you to understand this? We weren't sent to the earth to be normal. If you're going to be like everybody else, why do we need you? If you're going to be like the rest of your bloodline, then why do we need you? If you're going to be like the rest of your sorry city, then why do we need you? If you're going to be like the rest of the people you grew up with, then why are you needed? We were not sent to the earth, hear me, to be normal. We were sent to be weird in a good way. Look at 1 John 4, 17. As he is, so are we in this world. Shut up. What does that mean, Bishop? God says, when I sent you, I sent you to be me in the earth. I'm going to back it up. I didn't send you to be like everybody else. I sent you to be me in the earth, which means when they see you, they should really see me because as I am, so are you in this world. Y'all not talking to me. Can I tell you how deep that thing gets? The Bible even records in Exodus where he told Moses, he says, Moses, I will make you as God to Pharaoh. Shut your mouth. He said, when your enemy looks at you, he's going to think you're God, which means the opposition you're facing has nothing to do with you. The opposition you're facing is that your enemy sees you as much bigger than you see yourself. Some of y'all don't even recognize why so much comes against you. It's not because of what you're currently doing. It's because of what you're about to step into. It's not even because of the past you've already overcome. It's because of the mountain you're about to take. I need to check this room and make sure I got some people that know that your next is about to be way better than your past. I said your next 12 is about to be way better than your previous 12. Can I get you to open your mouth with it? Come on, say, and my next 12. Say, they'll be my best 12. We were sent to the earth to be weird. And what did I teach you in the month of January? That weird sounds weird until it's properly defined. I was in Birmingham, Alabama. I'll be there, matter of fact, the next few days. I was in Birmingham, Alabama on October 21st. 
2021, and the Lord spoke, and he said, son, this is going to, 2022 is going to be a weird year. I said, God, you want me to get up and preach to people weird, and then you want me to have them going around calling themselves weird? I said, that's weird. He said, but that's only because you don't know what it means. For some of you, watch me, your fear comes because you lack information. Your fear is because you refuse to have an investigation. And for some of you, the only reason you're scared of it is because you haven't dug into it. But when you begin to dig into it, you'll be able to see, wait a minute, what I was afraid of is not that big. What I thought I wasn't going to be able to do is not that big. Can I get you to elbow somebody next to you and say, say, say do an investigation. Do. Uh-huh. Your, your lack of information is the only reason you're afraid. Because once you find out the information, it's going to change your posture and your preview and your perspective about the situation. So weird, I talked to in January, has five distinct definitions. Number one means to do your assignment. In 2022, this is going to be the year you do what you were created to do. So don't be shocked if God shuts certain doors. Why? Because that's not what you were created to do. Matter of fact, I need you to put a preemptive praise on every door he shuts this year. Why? Because if you shut it, that's not my assignment. That's not my assignment. And I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to be upset about it. If you shut the door, that means that's not what I'm supposed to do. Open your mouth and say, and I'm all right with it, Lord. Tell him. Any door he shuts, that's not your assignment. Your assignment is what you were created to do. The second definition of weird is this, supernatural. You and I were sent to the earth to be unnatural. We were sent to the earth, watch me, to be unearthly. We were sent to the earth to be unreal. This is what we were sent to the earth to do. So when you're this, then what you have is this. How do I know this is going to be a weird year? Because you're about to do some weird things. How do I know you're about to experience the supernatural? Because you're about to do some supernatural things. It was unreal for Peter to get out of the boat and walk on water until he did it. I think it was Nelson Mandela that said, it always seems impossible until it's done. Let me put that, put a Bible spin on it. You ready? With God, all things are possible. What if God waited your whole life to get you to 2022 so that you would finally do what you used to think was impossible? But he said, I'm about to set this thing up in 2022 where you're about to to witness something supernatural it's going to be unnatural you don't normally do that but you did it this time it's going to be unearthly you're going to look at yourself and say I don't even recognize the me that I am now because I'm stepping out when I normally step back I'm moving forward when I normally drop back and it's going to be unreal third definition third definition on the screen uncanny Strange. Now, I need to be clear here because some Christians use this as an excuse to be strange in a negative way. You're saying stuff that's not true. And you say things that are just nonsensical. Please say amen. Because I got a fronting spirit on me right now. (laughs) Praise him. Look. Mysterious. Let me start right there. Some of you all, you never see anything uncanny because you always uncan what you're working on. What do you mean? You always post before it's perfected. You post before it's produced. So now you give the enemy something to attack. He didn't even know what to attack until you put it on social media and he said, got her. Got him. 
mystifying. You're going to say, how did God do this? Abnormal, unusual, unexpected. David was the unexpected brother. Seven of his brothers walked before the man of God because the, the, the prophet knew, the man of God knew, but there was a king in Jesse. That's David's father. David later became king. David wrote a lot of what we read in the Psalms. A lot of songs that we sing, David wrote those songs thousands of years ago. Every musician, every artist, every, every worshiper owes David a lot of royalties. Because a lot of the stuff we sing, people, ooh, that's so beautiful. It's Bible. You got it? David was the, watch me, David was the uncanny selection because seven of his brothers walk in. And when seven of his brothers walk in, the Bible says they walked like kings. The Bible says they talk like kings. The Bible says they look like kings. Here's David. He's uncanny because he's out in the field taking care of his father's sheep. Pay attention. While everybody else is in the house celebrating and having a party because the man of God is there, David wasn't included in the party. Listen to me. For everyone who's ever been excluded... I'm going to tell you, it's a good time to be you. For everybody they never let into the club, I'm here to tell you, it's, and I ain't talking about the nightclub, I'm talking about they little click club, it's a good time to be you. For everybody, y'all better talk to me tonight, for everybody that they always ostracize you and push you away and push you over there, can I tell you, it's a good time to be you. For everybody that you were the black sheep in your family, it's a good time to be you. Why? Because you're the uncanny selection. I need you to open up your mouth and say, my turn now. My... I don't like the way y'all saying that. Would you please fist bump somebody and say, it's my turn now. I'm glad you didn't pick me. I'm glad you didn't put me on your platform. I'm glad you didn't have me on your show. I'm glad about it. Why? Because I'm the uncanny selection. Good time to be you. Say, so it's a good time to have my name. <laughs> Look at this. Strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, unexpected. Here's the fourth definition of weird. It's zany, unconventional, unorthodox. Orthodox means the routine or the ritual that you sometimes can get into. Surreal, crazy, in left field. Listen to me. You're going to experience this year because you're going to do these things. Matter of fact, we were sent to do these things. We were sent to do unconventional things. This is why your thinking is on a whole nother level, and you have to be careful who you talk to because when you talk to regulars, they'll try to water down your thinking. Who am I talking to tonight? feels good, don't it? They'll try to water down your thinking. And when they try to water down your thinking, you're going to think something's wrong with you when really nothing's wrong with me, something's wrong with you. You think regular. I think, watch me, unconventional. I think unorthodox. I know you're trying to put me in a box, but baby, I don't believe that there is a box. I, I don't need to think out of the box. My question is, who put the box there in the first place? Surreal which means there's some things you're going to do where you're going to feel like you're out of your body. Matter of fact, how many of you, even in the first couple of months of this year, there's some things that you've done and you almost felt like it was an out-of-body experience because you were like, I'm finally doing this. <laughs> I need you to get used to that feeling because that's what 2022 TikTok is going to be for you. You're going to be in rooms and you're going to be like, Am it was all a dream. You're going to be like, is this a dream? Because for years I prayed to get here and now I'm here. 
For years I've sown to be here and now I'm here. Other people were more qualified, but God looked at me and he said, you are my selection. Why? Because you're not normal. Fifth definition. Fifth definition is creepy. And creepy here is a good creepy because it means fear or unease. Asking, is this really happening? Is this really happening for me? Look at your neighbor says, it's about to happen for you. And if they look like they even got a little bit of doubt, I want you to go straight hood with them and say, I said it's about to happen for you. You ain't cried those tears for nothing. You didn't go through that heartache for nothing. You didn't go through that pain for nothing. It's getting ready to happen for you and 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 you let's go so let me tell you let me tell you how you got to be different say i have to move different number one here you go normal people call things like they see it i'm just calling it like a ti is that's normal that's normal and i understand because you can deal with pressure that makes you want to call it a whole lot of things. You ain't going to call it like you see it. You're going to call it with some extra stuff on it. This is a whole, <laughs> you know, you're going to call it some stuff you got to go repent for afterwards. Like, Father, forgive me for everything that I said the last 20 minutes. Lord, I was just mad and I'm fasting. Jesus, huh? Y'all better be real Wednesday night. You ain't got that sugar to help you out like you normally do. You ain't got that white bread to medicate you like you normally do. Watch me. Normal people say, I don't want to be normal. Normal people call things like they see it. But we call it how we want to see it. Let me give you Bible for this. You ready for this? Romans 4, 17. God. Now remember, as he is, so anywhere I see God do something, that's what I'm supposed to do. Some of y'all are waiting on God to do what you're supposed to do. You're waiting on God to do what you're supposed to do. So you're mad, but God is like, do it. Well, Lord, I'm waiting on God. You ain't waiting on me. I'm waiting on you. So we got to stop being normal. Say, so stop being normal. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you got a negative situation, normal people are going to look at a normal situation, and they're going to be like, you know, this is just a horrible situation. It's a bad situation. I don't see no way out. This sucks. I don't like it. God, I can't believe you're doing this to me. God, I thought you loved me. That's normal. And then you have your little emotional down, and then, and then, you know, you wake up from your little nap, and then you're like, Father, it ain't that bad. And then the next day, then you go back to your little, uh, normal people live on roller coasters. You can't live there. What does the Bible say? God, you better say this verse with me, calls those things which do not exist as though they did stop. You keep saying, as soon as I see it, I'm going to call it. God says, you ain't never going to see it until you call it. 
This is why I need you to say things like this. I'm debt free, even if you just got a bill. This is why I need you to say things like this. I'm healthy, even if you just got a negative doctor's report. This is why you got to say things like this. My whole family is saved, even if all of them are acting crazy. I need you not to be normal, but I need you to call things that be not as though they were. As though they... So look, so look, so look, so look. Here's an example, Joel 3.10. Beat your plowshares into swords. Pay attention. He said, he said, don't be normal. Plowshare means that they would use it in part of their agricultural society. They would use it in farming. Pay attention to what Joel says. Joel says, take its normal use and turn it into a sword. You're not listening to me. He said, he said I'm going to need you to look at it. Um, give me a butter knife. Give me a butter knife. Run, give me a butter knife. Oh, you got it? You got Oh, okay. What's that? Okay, I got a butter knife. Put it to work. It's really, really tough butter. Okay, listen. It's butter frozen. You hear me? <laughs> now, let's keep it 100 Wednesday. This is not just a knife. If you get locked out that door, this is also a Jimmy to get the door open. Now, I ain't going to let y'all see it because I ain't going to have y'all break it into my door. Now, now, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. He said, don't use what you have, listen to me, for its normal use. I need you to do something weird with it. I need you to take what doesn't look like much and I need you to do something weird with it. I need you to take what doesn't feel like it's much and do something weird with it. I need you to take those recipes and don't just cook for your family. Do something weird with it. Start you a business. I need you to take what the enemy threw at you that was supposed to shut you down. Do something weird with it. Make it a setup for your bounce back. I need you to take the hate people are giving you. Do something weird with it. Go live and talk about how you're not what they. Look at me, look at me. Let me say, do something weird with it. So he says, take what you have, and I want you not to use it the way you'd normally use it. So most times, the people talking about you, like, I don't believe people talking about me. Normal people get mad about that. Real people will say, hey, y'all, I heard this about me. And it taught me some things. Because whenever I see where I'm attacked, I discover where I'm anointed. So what you meant for evil, I'm going to do something weird with it. I'm going to turn it. I just wish I had about 20 of y'all on campus and about 100 of y'all online that believe that whatever the enemy meant for evil, you about to turn that joker. I just need a few of y'all to just turn right there. Don't turn if you want it to be normal. Don't turn if you want it to be normal. But if you want it to be weird, come on, open up your mouth and say, I don't want normal. Grab a seat, watch me, look at me. He says, he says, beat your plowshares into swords. He says, take what you have and do something weird with it. Don't do something normal with it. You ready? 
He says, and you're pruning hooks into spears. He said, let the weak, look at me, say, I am strong. Look at me. What are they? Weak. You may feel tired. AF, tired is fire. I don't know when fire gets tired, but that's what we're going with. Look at me. You may say, God, I saw this. I used to love MC Hammer. Um, as I saw this MC Hammer video uh, today, and, uh, you know, MC Hammer, I was looking at some of his dance videos, I was like, what is that? But it worked. Listen, it made him a lot of money. I was like, I'm going to do that when I preach. Like, Look at me, 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 look at me. You may feel like quitting. In fact, in your mind, you may have already quit. The Bible says, let whatever normal is say something weird. I'm going to try over here because I don't know what they're doing over here. I don't care if you're looking at a pile of bills and you're like, God. It's mobiles. Then do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. The Bible says, if you say you broke, that's normal. What you're supposed to do is say, I have more than enough. Oh, God, I tried, y'all. Let me come over here. I don't care. If you feel like you can't take no more. The Bible says what you're supposed to say, I was built for this. Why? I'm like Hammer. I'm too legit. I'm too legit to quit. Look, you ain't sitting next to a loser. You sit next to a winner. You're not chatting with a loser. You're chatting with a winner. I need everybody to open up your mouth and say, I'm well able. I was created for this. I was born for this. I was made for this. Can you fist bump somebody and say, you got this? Woo, it feels good right through here right now. Open up your mouth, please, and say, I am strong. Okay, only for those of y'all that got radical faith. Say, and I'm debt free by the end of this year. That's Bible. 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 Only for those of you that have radical faith, say, I'm in the best health of my life ever. That's Bible. That's Bible. Look at me. Now, I know what some of y'all are saying, but Bishop, I feel like I'm lying. No, you're not. You're prophesying. I need you to get your words right. You got the suffix right. You got the prefix wrong. It's not lying. It's prophesying. He says, watch me. He calls things that are not and do not even exist. See, some of y'all keep saying, I don't know where the money going to come from. Create it. You need to pray things like this. I have benefactors that support me. I have people who support what I do. You got to say things like money comes to me on a daily basis. 
You got to say things like opportunity opens for me and favor finds me and debts are canceled for me. You're going to have to call it so that you can conquer it. Somebody say, I don't want to be normal. So especially through this fast, you have to monitor your words. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Be- because, because watch me. Because it's real easy. It's real easy to start saying some stuff. And before you know it, you will have cursed yourself. Before you know it, you will have messed yourself up. And I need you not to do that. Say, I call things that be not as though they were. Can I give you a couple more? Normal people accept anything. But we ask for everything. James 4.2, watch this. The Bible says, you are jealous and you covet. That means you want what other people have. And your lust or your desire goes unfulfilled. So what do you do? So you murder. Now somebody said, if I ain't murdered anyone, not with your hands, but your mouth did. You killed other people because when they got what you said you wanted, you had to dismiss the validity of what they got so that it'd make you feel good about not having it. Yeah, that ain't her head, though. But I bet she paid, though. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Y'all not saying nothing to me right now. He ain't right. Well, you wrong. And still ain't got nothing. Let's be honest. Come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. How many of us, when you look at this verse, he says, he says, your lust goes unfulfilled. Lust just means strong desire. He says, so you murder. You will kill somebody with your mouth. Your, your mouth has murdered more people. And you want to talk about crime, let's deal with your mouth. And here's the danger. You'll murder, you ready? You'll murder people to other people and then try to revive them in front of the people you murdered them to. Y'all not going to talk. So now, watch me, you didn't murder your spouse to other people. And so now when you want to bring them back to life, they're like, I don't like that, Mark. Because you murdered him. You'll murder your friends to other people and then say, girl, strip. <laughs> Fellas finna go play pool. Y'all can't even have a good pool game. Because there's murder. MDK, murder, death, kills going on all at the pool table. Because you're trying to figure out well, how are we playing pool? And it's the same guy you told me last week, all of this stuff. I'm confused. I'm befuddled. He says, so you murder. He says, you are envious, but you can't even obtain the object of your envy. So here's what you do. You fight and you battle. He says, he says here's the reason you get in all these fights. Is he says, is he says because, because there's jealousy. You're coveting what somebody else has. You want their access. You want their authority. You want their position. You want their title. You want their life. You want their wife. You want their spouse. You want their kids. You want their dog. You want their frog. You ready? He says, and your lust goes unfulfilled. He says, it doesn't even work. He said, after you didn't talk trash about them people, you still don't feel better about you. After you didn't said how they don't deserve it and you do, you still don't have it. 
And he said, look at the end of the verse. He says, and here's the reason why. You're acting normal. You don't have it because you never asked for it. Okay, okay. Middle section. I'm going to give you a try. You ready? God is like, why are you mad? You've never, ever asked for this. Why she got all them people supporting her business? Did you ever ask God for people to support yours? Or did you just think he's supposed to do it because you breathe it? I cancel your spirit of entitlement. Don't nobody owe you nothing. Y'all don't like what I'm saying, and I'm about to preach harder now. You should have said amen, but now I feel a little thug coming up in me. I need you to help on somebody next to you and say, nobody owes you anything. Say, whatever you want, you're going to have to go get it. Mm -mm -mm. I need you to make sure you're sitting next to a go-getter. I need you to make sure your section is filled with go-getters. I need to make sure you're streaming with some go-getters. Nobody owes you anything. You have not because you ask not. This is the only reason you don't have it is you never asked for it. But you mad. But you never asked for it. How she getting married? Did you... Did, what? First of all, don't think that's a win. It might be rebuke. Sometimes we'll give you what you asked for. That's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day. But what did you ask for? I just want a godly spouse. David was godly, but David was a cheater. You got what you asked for. Y'all not going to say nothing to me tonight. God says, you have not because you asked not. What did you ask for? I know it is. And ain't none of them saying nothing to me. What did you ask for? You asked to have a, you asked for strength. So you know what he did? Come here. Come here. He said, oh, you want to be strong? Lay down. Come here. Come here. All right, now I don't know how we're going to do this. Let's go. No, 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 no. Lay on your back. Lay on your back. You asked for strength. You asked for strength. All right. All right, now don't tear the mic up. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So God, you said you want strength. He said, I'm going to put something heavy on you. Now push. Lift. Lift. The lifters in the building. There's a lifting of the hands. Lift up your hands. Oh, yeah. No, listen, you got what you asked for. And so now you said, God, I'm struggling. He said, well, you asked for strength. The only way I can make, uh, give you strength is I have to issue resistance. I gave you what you asked for. What did you ask for it for? Okay. Okay, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. What did you ask for? Did, you look at other people and they have their little friends and things. And you say, God, I wish I had that. Well, God, you don't trust me with that. Did you ask for good friends? Did you ask for loyal friends? Did you ask for friends that support you the same way they support you? Or support you the same way you support them? Did you ask for people who will pray for you? Did you ask for friends who will check you when you need a check-in? Let me tell you the best friend. The best friend is when you can say all you need to say. And they say, I heard everything you said, but this is what needs to happen. And I don't care if you get a little attitude. I don't care if you don't want to talk to me for the rest of the day. But I love you too much to let you act a doggone fool. I pray your circle be filled with great friends this year. I pray your circle be filled with great people this year. 
Let's go to this next one. Thank you all. So, 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 we ask for what we want. Say, and be specific. Here's this next one. Normal people live worldly, but we live weird. Now, we know what weird means, right? 1 Corinthians 3.3. 3. There's only one more after this. He says, you are still worldly. Um, and, and, and most Christians, if you grew up in church, when I say worldly, you said, they're smoking and drinking, Bishop. <laughs> if you grew up in church, that's where your mind went. As if them the only two things. Because your gossiping is far worse than some of that other stuff. No, that's not what he's talking about. Look at this. He says, you're still worldly, controlled by ordinary impulses, the sinful capacity. Here's how he said, here's how you know you're worldly. He says, because as long as there is jealousy and strife and discord among you, he says, are you not unspiritual? Are you not walking like ordinary, translation, normal men? Here's how you know whether or not you're worldly. Say, I'm not worldly. When one, you have jealousy. You never have to be jealous of anybody else because you can ask for what you want. So if you see somebody else in a nice car, you're like, God, I wish I had that. Uh-uh, let me help you. Let me get you together. God, in Jesus' name, let me stretch my hand toward that thing right there. In Jesus' name, Father, I want it to be this color. I want it to be this year. I want it to have. I ain't playing with y'all. Let me try over here real fast. I, I don't have to be jealous of anybody because if I see somebody else with it, I'll stretch my hand toward it and say, God, the same God that did it for them is the same God that can do it for me. Somebody say, I will not be jealous of anybody. You see somebody else's relationship, don't be hating on them. Talking about it ain't really all that good. Stretch your hands and say, the same God that's got her smiling and kicking is the same God Y'all allow me to go up in the spirit because during this 21 days of fasting and prayer, you're about to start asking for what you've never asked for. Which means you're about to start seeing what you've never seen before. Say, I can ask for what I want. I pray you take the limits off of God. I pray you stop asking for little because that's all you think you qualify for. The Bible says that the cattle on a thousand hills is his. All the silver, all the gold, everything you need, it belongs to the Lord. Open up your mouth and say, I take the limits off. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I don't have to be jealous of anybody. I just stretch my hands. Say the same God. Uh-uh, I need you to practice it. I need you to practice. You see something you want? Don't get jealous. What you gonna do? Stretch your hands. What's your next words? The same God that did it for them is the same God that can do it for. I prophesy billionaires are gonna come out of harvest. Why? I can ask for what I want. <laughs> I need you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, do it for me. Look at this next one. He says strife. We're almost done. Strife. What is strife? Strife is fighting amongst people who are supposed to fight together. Let me help some of y'all. He says, you're worldly if you create strife. We're supposed to be fighting together and you fighting with me. Elbow somebody next to you say, don't you fight with me. Say, I'm not having that this year. Come on, tell them YouTube. Tell them Facebook. Say, because I'm not playing games this year. 
You better pull a line from X-Men. If you with us, be with us. If not, please get to stepping so I can put somebody else up in the seat. There's another. Here's Discord. Discord. Play um, play uh, C major. You got it? That's C major. Everybody say C major. Y'all know most and most musicians today in music. Because they use computers to make beats. <laughs> you ready? All right, here we go. Give me C major. All right, there you go. That's C major. All right, all right. Give me Discord. Somebody said, that's a mess. That's how your family sounds. That's how, that's how some of your friendships sound. You ready? You ready? Because Discord... Before it happens with people, it happens in you. That's how you sound. Until tonight. Until tonight. Until tonight. Watch me. Go back to Discord. So we have to start putting things into alignment and into order, which means there may be a lot of noise, but the noise means things are coming into order so I'm not afraid of the noise because the noise means God's giving me from discord into one accord he's getting me from discord and, and sometimes inside you you're all over the place but I prophesy over the month of March you're coming into one accord with yourself I prophesy that in the month of March your mind's going to be in alignment with your spirit and your spirit with your body and your soul with your spirit and your soul with your body Somebody say, I'm coming into alignment. Look at this. He says, jealousy, strife, and discord. Sometimes discord is with people. More often than not, discord is in you. What do you mean? See, you are, give me C, just to see. Not the full chord, just the note. See, you are a spirit. You have, next part of the chord, a soul. That's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. But you also have, here's the third part, your body so all three of those things have to be with one accord other than that you're going to be in discord this is why some of you watch me you have physical strength but your mind is tired come on y'all you're like I got I got I, I got the physical energy but my mind is exhausted I'm I'm tired of making so many decisions who am I talking to my mind is just worn out and you don't even lay down because you need physical rest you lay down because you need mental rest but what if I told you in the month of March you're coming into one accord your soul your mind thoughts will and emotions and your physical body and your spirit open your mouth lift your hands and say Lord Cause me to be in one accord. Come on, Wednesday. I need to just spend a moment right there. Say, cause me to be in one accord. In Jesus' name. Can I get you to praise God like your soul is coming in alignment with your spirit? And your spirit is coming in alignment with your body. And your whole life is about to be music. Your whole life is about to be music. Your whole life is about to be order. Your whole life is about to be order. Your whole life is about to be excellence. Your whole life is about to be productivity. Here's the last one. We got to go. Here's the last one. Normal people, this last one, live from the paradigm of their past. Watch this one. But we live 
from the future. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> In the South, we don't say, wait a minute. In the South, we say, wait a minute. W-A-Y-M-E-N-T. See, we just cut some of the extra words out. Let's practice. Come on, be a good church. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What you say? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. Here we go. What I love about Harvest is that we will make a song on you over a word, wait a minute. Normal people live from the paradigm of their past. I'm an ex this. I'm a former this. I used to do this. I used to be that. I used to do this. I used to go through this. I've been through this. We don't live from the past. You ready? We don't even live in the present. You know where we live from? We live from the future. Can I show you? Look at Isaiah 43 and 18. And this is good. This is the last verse, but this is the verse I've been waiting to preach all night. Wait a minute. Let's go. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Break down. Remember not means don't you even think about it and don't you even say it. Say what? Well, last time I tried, I failed. Shut up. Last time I reached out, shut up. I need you to get your neighbor because your neighbor got a little, they, they have some areas where they're a little stuck. I just need you to touch your neighbor. You can fist bump on my elbow and say, please don't be offended with me. But can you shut up? And look at them. They're so disobedient. They started clapping and praising God. No, I was just playing. I was just playing. I was just playing. That's the right response. All right, that's the right response. Pay attention. Pay attention. God says, remember not the former things. I don't care what happened in 2021, 20, 19, 18. I don't care what marriage didn't work. I don't care what business didn't work. I don't care what didn't work last week. I don't care what didn't work up to seven o'clock tonight. He says, don't you even, watch me, make this part of your calculation. Y'all not talking. God says, don't you put that in your calculation. I know it didn't work yesterday, but watch me. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be made glad in it. And every day I wake up to new mercy. So what didn't work yesterday, that's all right. I got new mercy today. Somebody say, it's not in my calculations. The things of old. Look at the next part. It says, behold. In other words, look. What's another word for look? Witness. I ain't playing. I'm not. I'm not. So this is your verse. This is your verse. Say witness. Ready? I am doing, look at me, not about to do, not thinking of doing, not having a meeting with the archangels to consider what I'm doing. I am doing a new thing. Look, look at me. Look at me. Say new thing. Look at the definitions. Not existing before. 
for some of y'all, it didn't exist. What you needed, it didn't exist in 21. It didn't exist in January. It didn't exist in February. If you don't be a good class tonight, God says, but I'll just make it now. Don't you tell me what he can't do. You heard a testimony on Sunday where uh, after a period of time where they didn't have it, all of a sudden they got a call because something was made available. Something was made new. I need you to elbow somebody and say, he'll make it for you. Not existing before. Look at the next part. Made, introduced, or discovered for the first time. Made, introduced, or discovered for the first time. Look at this next part. Already existing. So there's some things God's going to say, I, I just made that. I just created that. No, literally when you called on Monday and they said we didn't have it, they didn't. But this is why I told you to be persistent, so call back on Thursday. Because I made it. Literally they told you what you needed wasn't available on Monday. But you're going to call back on Thursday because I'm going to make it. But then there's some other things that have already been in existence. But you haven't seen it, you haven't experienced it, and you haven't acquired it. But for you, it's going to happen for the first time. Can I get you to practice? Say your first and last name. There's some new rooms your name is about to be brought up in. They've been there, but you've never been there. It's too many testimonies on campus and online for y'all to just sit on a word like that. I need you to please make this declaration over your own life. Say, it'll happen for me for the first time. Ready? Question is, well, Bishop, when shalleth thiseth happeneth? Well, I'm glad you asked that pregunta. That's Spanish for question. It's more like a southern Spanish. So don't y'all say me no pronunciation. I know what I said. You ready? Say, when is it going to happen? I just want you to read the, 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 the next words after that semicolon. Now it springs forth. One more time. You ready? Now it springs forth. Stop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Say springs. Mm -mm. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand. Somebody say two revelations. First revelation is this. A spring means. You ready? After pressure's been applied on something, all of that pressure was necessary so that in March when he takes the pressure off, I don't like your response. Somebody say, I'm grateful for my pressure because he's about to take it off of me and I'm about to spring forth and I'm about to spring forth and I'm about to spring forth. Say, and I'm about to spring forth. 
and I'm about to spring for. Encourage somebody, say, you're about to spring for. Tell your sex and say, we're about to spring for. That's Revelation 1. But here's Revelation 2. Here's Revelation 2. You ready for me? So embedded in the scripture is an indication at the time of year when it would happen. Oh, let me show you. Hold on, let me show you. 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 Because for for those of you that are a bit more perceptive and pedagogical in your receptivity of the Holy Writ, I just want to lay the case out for you so that you are able to digest it in a very intellectualized way. No, that's fine. I can teach you. Let's go. You ready? How do you know that it's happening in springtime during the spring feast? How do you know that, Bishop? How do you know that it's not just the pressure that's applied that makes something spring for? See, in, in my chair here, there's a spring. Here, c- come here. There's a spring. There's a spring. All right, now go ahead and sit on it. All right, and then let it go. Ooh, drop it low for Jesus. Listen. <laughs> you ready? Now, there's a spring in here. See, see, some of you, you felt, look at me, and I'm preaching to me. If you people don't say nothing, I want you to know this right here, what I'm going to say is for B, K, and F. You ready? Because some of you have said, God, this is too much pressure on one man. This is too much. Is there anybody on campus or online where you can say, this is God like, look, he sat on you. You're like, Lord, you like came and just. And you were like, God, there's pressure. But notice the pressure didn't break you. Oh, my God. Say the pressure didn't break me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I need you to say that thing. I need you to say that thing like you still stand and say the pressure didn't break me. We're about to go, but watch, watch. But, but, but so there's a spring in here. And so watch me, all of that pressure, what it did is it made it such, watch me, that once the pressure's released, uh-uh, let's reverse it. Come on, that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. Repetition is the teacher's best friend. Come on, sit down. Come on, there you go. Drop it low for Jesus. You ready? See, when you're under pressure, you feel low. When you're under pressure, even if things are great, it can be the best of times. And for you, you can still feel like it's the worst of times because the pressure is not allowing you to enjoy the time. But it says, now, put the verse up, now... It springs for. That's Revelation 1. But look at Revelation 2. It says, look at me, stay right there. It says, do you not perceive it? In other words, Jesus, how are you seeing this? I will make a way, pay attention, in the wilderness. Pay attention. I will make rivers in the desert. Well, when does it rain to bring rivers in a desert, it comes. 
Uh-uh. I need y'all to act like you went to school up in this building. I need you to act like you went to school online. What season brings rain so that droughts in and where there was once a drought in a desert, there's now a river. It's the season we're about to walk into. I need you to open up your mouth and say, it's springtime. And it's about to spring forth for me. Woo! Come on, Wednesday. Come on, Wednesday. God, no. Say, it's springtime. And it's about to spring forth for me. So he tells you, please listen to me. He tells you, it's embedded in the text, when it's going to happen. Can you lay your hands on yourself? You ain't going to touch the neighbor now. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, finally, finally. it's happening for you. Yeah. Look what he says. We got to go. Look what he says. We got to go. He says, do you not perceive it? In other words, he says, it's not what you're looking at, but it's how you see it. It's not how you see it, but it's the way you look at it. He says, you're not even paying attention to the fact that there's some things I've shut down because I want to do new. There's some things I put periods on because I want to do new. There's some things I made you not have a taste for it anymore because I want to do new. But then, watch this. He says, I'll make a way. Make one. Make one. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Everybody look at me. Please look at me. On campus, online. Please look at me. TikTok. What up, talk? Listen to me. Listen to me. It didn't exist yesterday. didn't exist today. But I prophesied to some of you under the sound of my voice, you're going to get an email. And what wasn't even available yesterday, what wasn't even available today, you're going to open your email and all of a sudden it will exist. He says, I will make a way. I will make a way. Come on, open your mouth and say, I don't want to be normal. I want God to make a way for me. We live from the future. Look at this next part. We're done. He says, and rivers shut up. I don't mean literally shut up. It's just good to me. Rivers. How you go from desert, dry, you almost feeling like, God, there's no need in me even trying. There's no need in me even attempting. I want to talk to the few of you where you're like, God, I love you, but I, I, I feel like, it's not fact, but I feel like you aren't even helping me. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? It's not a fact, but I feel like you hooking everybody else up. And I got to fight to get crumbs. It's not fact, but you may feel like that. Look at me, look at the screen. He says, I will make, watch me, a way in the wilderness. He's going to make it. It didn't exist yesterday. Come on, Wednesday. It didn't exist today. Some of you were discouraged today because you were like, God, what I need isn't in exist it's not there oh god 
I'm going to make a way in the wilderness. What is a wilderness? There's nothing else around you that even looks like it can help you. I want to talk to all of you who looked at jobs today and couldn't find what you were looking for. It didn't exist today. But I prophesied to four of you. Check in the morning. Because while you're giving God glory tonight, he's about to make a hiring manager. He's about to make a hiring manager. I know some of you doubt, but 1 Samuel 3.19 says, And the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Come on and say, he's making it right now. Some of y'all are like, Bishop, I can't find the type of friends I want. Look at me. They didn't exist because you were looking for you. But what if I told you, God says, I wanted to see how you would handle alone time. I want to see how you would handle isolation. I wanted to make sure you loved you so, so that you would never let people ever have that much power over you again. Because what if God spent January and February making the right fits? I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Is it communion tonight? Get your communion ready. It's in your hands. On your seat. If you need some, slip your hand up. The ambassadors will move quickly and expeditiously to serve you. If you need it, just slip your hand up. Online. We have an online. They'll put the lower third up for you can get in our online store. If you need it, there's some hands here. There's a hand there. Get your communion ready. We're about to go. I just have to open this series right. You ready? Back to the verse. Say, I live from the future. Look at the verse. The verse says this. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers. Say multiple. What do rivers do? They flow. Somebody say, things are about to flow in my direction. Come on, Wednesday. Come on. Come on. And I know for some of you, like, this is so hard to believe because, Bishop, you have no clue what I've been going through. Listen to me. Things are about to flow in your direction. There's a Christian television network that um, used to own a station up in West, Westminster um, where they used to have a Papa Dose. That's how I know about Westminster. It's not up there no more. Um, and a, a, one particular Christian television network used to own a station. And um, um, that network, they had sold the station, they moved on. So we got a contact the other day from the station that bought it. And um, they reached out and they said, well, you know, we want to talk with you about some things. I said, oh, okay. Who y'all? I used to host all that. TV and Daystar, all that. I used to do all that when they had stations in the area. And they said, well, we want to wait 
to have you come in and see the station because there's some stuff we want to work with you with. We want to work with Harvest to do some stuff on the station. I said, that's cool. That's cool. They said, but, but, but there's an interesting transition happening. They said, because the people at the station is based in Florida. They said, the people that are in this station, they, um, they actually were just named the president and the vice president of the whole network. And we want to make sure you meet with the head. Because we want to customize what we do for you. Now look at me. Say multiple rivers. Say things will flow to me. You're about to get letters that you didn't ask for. Emails you didn't ask for. Text messages you didn't solicit. Loan offers you didn't ask for. Scholarships you never applied for. Opportunities you weren't even knocking at the door. Rivers are about to flow to you. Rivers are about to flow to you. And when is it happening? Now it springs forth. Good people are about to flow to you. You ain't gonna, oh, you won't have to search. They're gonna flow to you. That thing, bless me. Tonight on campus, online, if you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, or number three, if you like Bishop Foreman, I wanna be sure that things are right with God. If I, any of those three of you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you in the building that you lift your hand online, do the hand with emoji, or say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If you're not sure, be sure tonight. Don't miss this moment. God loves you unconditionally. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. One, two, three. Hands up in this building. Online, do the hand with emoji, or say, it's me. I see you. God bless you. I see you. God bless you. I see you. God bless you. Come on, I need you to celebrate the hands that are lifted, even on campus and online everybody pray this for me say father thank you for dying in my place thank you for your love for me it's unconditional it's unstoppable it's unbreakable it's unbeatable you love you some me and tonight i tell you i love me some you you are my god you are my father you are my king i submit my life to you and confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, you're now saved. You're now a Christian. All you need to do is take out your phone, text the word decision to the phone number on the screen, 877-552-4746 or scan that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. 
They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Nice. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Yeah! Phone plan, streams, and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details.